Welcome to the Brute News Dog. <laughs> Love her. Stop tip tapping. <laughs> Welcome to the Brew News Podcast, all the news that's fit to brew. I'm Andrew Jennings. And I'm Laura Jennings. And I'm Kimberly Gannell. Woohoo! Kim's back with Yay! us! Yay! I was so excited to get an invite back. Oh yes, we were happy to have you. Happy Thank to have you. you. So this week we are doing a trophy brewing and we wanted Kim back. Don't worry about her tapping around, she's fine now. <laughs> no, she's being needy. Oh yeah. Uh, the dog. We wanted Kim back for, oh Kim's not being yeah, needy. Yeah, not me. <laughs> Let's tap it about. Yeah, the dog. That's Pod Pup Ellie. She's doing her thing. No, we wanted Kim back. So we are doing, in honor of North Carolina Beer Month, we are doing another North Carolina brewery. This time it's Trophy Brewing out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Woohoo! Yay. Now, I'm going to ask you, Kim, what was your first time with Trophy? I've actually never been to Trophy Brewing. I've never had any of their beers. So this will be my first time tasting. And we are doing IPAs. And I am not an IPA person. Like, I've just never found one that I'm really attached to. So, hopefully, y'all can change my mind tonight. Let's say we got four shots of this. I feel, I'm feeling pretty <laughs> you think good. What, we can get one? <clears throat> we can get one. We can get All one. Right. Uh, now, Laura, I know you've had some trophy before. Yes. So, tell us about your first time with trophy. I don't remember much. Ooh, but must have been a good time. It was great. But I do remember it was the pizza place. It was hot. It, we, we sat out. They have really good outdoor seating. And I think a small little bit inside. Yeah. And yep. we've probably only been a handful of times. But it's always really fun pizzas. Like wacky, you know, combinations that we would have thought of. Uh, and then they always have really interesting stuff on draft. Like mm-hmm. just off the wall. Do they have like a really wide selection? Like a drink? When yeah, we so went, good. no. So okay. this was... Um, like 2013? Yeah. 12, so 13? It was shortly after they had opened. No, 13, 14. 13, 14. So they'd been open one to two years when we went. Um, and they would have... They had like six pizzas of the day and they would change every day. And then they had seven or eight beers. And since they were a nano brewery, they're brewing like five barrel batches. Mm. Five, no, yeah, five barrel batches. So very small batches. And they are just rotating through constantly. And we never went and they had the same beer twice. That's pretty neat. And that's really all the options you need. Yeah. I remember going, though, and, like, being not super versed in beer and being like, I don't know what I'm going to drink here. There's some weird stuff. (laughs) Now I'd be happy. The first time we went, they had a beer called The King. And it was a peanut butter banana porter. Oh my gosh, yeah. that sounds amazing. But this is this is like 2013, so like craft beer, it's still blowing, it's still ex, ex, uh, expanding really fast, but in Raleigh, it hadn't really gotten too much. By that point, we had, I think, Lone Rider, Big Boss, um, a few others, but not quite, nowhere near the brewing they have now in Raleigh, and we were still young in craft beer drinking, so it wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm so used to seeing, you know... 40 different flavors in um, this one brewery. So they had six beers and they were all wild. Um, and then we went back, I know, another time with our friends because they introduced us to Trophy. Um, and we went, and then we went playing putt putt later that night. Yeah, that was oh, fun. Putt putt. But then uh, you and I went back with Nick and uh, Mary, I think, mm-hmm. at least once. And then we went for my birthday one year because we were like, oh, they open at. 11.30, so we got in right before like the church crowd, because it's right, the Morgan Street location, their original location is right near um, downtown. So right in the middle of where a lot of the churches are. Um, so we rolled in real early, uh, grabbed a delicious pizza, and they had just a wonderful Imperial Stout. Ooh. But, I mean, that was about four years ago, and I haven't had trophies since. Yeah, it's been a while. So, yeah, I'm, when we saw the when we saw their cans at uh, Bruin Q, I was like, well, I gotta get it. 
I didn't know they were distributing, didn't know they were in distro. I now actually you can see them at Total Wine in Greensboro. Really? Uh-huh. Well, what I heard earlier is we need to take a road trip Yeah. to Raleigh. Well, we absolutely need to take a road trip because we can't, while we can get their canned beer, we cannot get their delicious food. So, before let's dive right into that with the history of Trophy Brewing. So, Trophy was founded in 2012 in Raleigh, North Carolina by Chris Powers, David Woody Lockwood, and David Meeker. They're all co-founders. Powers and Lockwood worked together tending a bar since 2001. Meeker lived in Houston working as a real estate agent, uh, specify, specifically leasing and permits. And Meeker is also, fun fact, the son of a former Raleigh mayor, Charles Meeker. Right. So while Meeker was in Houston, he was learning a lot about um, how to run, essentially be a landlord and to own locations. Um, and even while he was in Houston, he was working with... Um, the Raleigh tycoon Greg Haddam. I love that word. Yeah, tycoon. tycoon. I don't know if tycoon is how. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> Reminds me of roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, I don't know if tycoon is the way Greg would describe himself. <laughs> However, based on the amount of properties he owns downtown and how much money he spent revitalizing the area, yeah, I think tycoon's a fair word to describe <laughs> describe mm-hmm. it. And he owns Raleigh Times, which is still oh. like huge in Raleigh. Yeah. yeah, he owns Raleigh Times and City. Oh. I've never been to City. I've been to Raleigh Times. Phenomenal. You took we, me for my graduation. We've been to City. City's yeah. really Delish. good. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, yeah, Haddam, uh, Meeker was working with Haddam on a lot of the permitting and leasing, and that's uh, where Meeker got this, I figured out an idea of how to work with other people to grow businesses. Because Haddam is not, he's the owner, technically, of Raleigh Times, the location, and he's the owner, technically, of City, but he's mm-hmm. not the head chef. He doesn't involve himself in the day-to-day life. Um, he just m- helps as a more like a business partner, an unofficial business partner, mm-hmm. as the landlord of these locations. And Meeker learned that trait. So the trio also owned State of Beer, which is a bottle shop, um, which was their first joint venture. And the brewery originally spawned from a decision by Powers and Lockwood to extend beyond just that bottle shop yeah. storefront. The bottle shop was started in um 2008. This is a funny anecdote I found when I was re- researching. Information on trophy beer is trophy brewing is very hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Very hard to come by. Um, and so what I found was this wonderful article about the three of them, uh, Power, uh, Powers, Woody, and Meeker. Um, and they had, they were talking about the first bottle shop, State of Beer. It's actually a split location. Uh, Meeker and his wife wanted to start a, uh, she is an avid runner. Well, they both are avid runners, and she wanted to start a, a running store. But the space they owned was too big for a running store. So they split it down the middle and had uh, uh, Chris Powers and David and Woody uh, have a bottle shop on the other side because they were friends. So they took they were renting the space from uh, the Meekers, and that's how this really began. That was in 2008, and then uh, in 2011 or so, uh, Powers and Woody said, you know, we do. We'd like to do something besides just doing bottle shop because bottle shop is difficult because they were driving down to Florida just to buy beer Mm -hmm. to bring it back up here because of distribution laws in North Carolina. So it was really sort of a fun little... That's really interesting. Yeah. So that, Maybe they created this whole trend of beer runs and doing 5Ks and then hanging out at a brewery after. So interesting. Nothing wrong with that. Mm -mm. Nothing wrong with that. So their philosophy when it comes to beer is our beer is something often unique and always tasty, 
Our tap rooms are inviting, and our staff is well-versed in the ways of Zyrogy, small talk, and making you feel at home. Can you tell us what Zyrogy is, yeah. Andrew? Yeah, sure, <laughs> but I think you guys know. I, I don't really need to go into too much detail. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Zyrogy is just essentially beer making. That's For the lack of uh, getting really difficult into it, it's just beer making. It's how you brew beer, it's beer brewing. Uh, but I do like that they threw it out there and made people focus on yeah. that. Great word. I'm sad we don't use more of it, but yeah. Hmm. So, uh, Trophy is very community focused, and and they're working on expanding and developing new projects. Chris recently attended SXSW to learn more about tap rooms in Texas and how to grow the Raleigh area. Sorry, that's South by Southwest. Oh, I thought it was X. <laughs> SXSW as well. What the hell? So, <laughs> Your notes. Yeah, you've got you to work, work on, on that. that. That's, their, that's what they do in the... That's South. No. South by Southwest is that big conference they have in Austin every year. Austin, Texas. And SXSW is... How do you all not know that? Also, South by Southwest is SSW. I'm not disagreeing with you. The conference But is, I would still read it as SSW. because The context S- clues aren't S- there. S by SW? South by Southwest. Nope. Just needed to see by in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I needed to be spelled. Oh, yes. South by Southwest. South by Southwest is a big comp, uh, convention held every year in Austin, Texas. Um, Austin, Texas, and Raleigh actually share a lot of very uh, a lot of similarities. They're about the same size. They are not the largest city in their state. They're the uh, epicenter of millennial growth in their states, mm-hmm. and they are uh, the capitals of their states. And Austin has recently out, outbid Raleigh for two different um, uh, jobs, uh, companies to come in, Apple and someone else. I can't remember off the top of my head. And South by Southwest is the big conference they hold in Austin every year. Hmm. Learn something new. Seriously, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I believe no, you. Do the research, but... I'm just like... <laughs> we just need it spelled out. Sorry, that's that's, that's just on all their on the notes, all their promotional information is SXSW and it's just South by Southwest. And we were worried about the word Zymergy. Yeah, <laughs> that was the least of our worries here. Okay, so we should move on. Let's no, look at location. No, no, I think we should we should pull this back a little bit more for the for our patrons of the Burnus crew. Uh, yeah, usually one person does the notes and everyone else just reads. All Let's of be them. honest here. Yeah. This is the first time I've opened it tonight. I love guest host. <laughs> yeah. Only come for the beer <laughs> and company. Oh, all right, Laura, go ahead. Okay, so locations. I'm going to back out now. I'm good. So, <laughs> Trophy now is home to three unique experiences in downtown Raleigh. When we started going, I guess 2013, um, we went to the original location, which opened in 2012, um, and it's on Morgan Street in Raleigh. It's a nano brewery and pizza shop, and the nano brewery. I guess they have a lot of well, they have a couple different things on tap. Yeah, they they rotate everything. If you go on their website, they actually have the tap list for each of the three locations, and they're different. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of overlap. So, like Trophy Wife's at everyone, Cloud Surfers at everyone, and a couple others are. Um, but a lot of the brewery, the, the different locations have different beers. Because um, I know this because I had to pull the list of all the. Beer list for yeah. later in the episode. Um, With memories, I mean, they have really fun pizzas, and I think they would pair the pizza and tell you what beers oh, go good. with it, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, I will. Remember check. the chalkboards, and I mean, it's a small location, but we yeah we went once on a Sunday trying to beat the the church crowd for Andrew's birthday. It was like more like a brunch. 
let's see. They, they usually post their um, brews every day. Oh, they, they stopped posting. That's, that's why they stopped posting their... Uh, uh, let me check the Insta real quick. So y'all, okay, y'all keep talking about it. Y'all okay, so in late 2018, they began expanding their Morgan Street location to include a sour beer program. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Have you had any of their sour beers before? Nope. I'm not a big sour person. That's right. Andrew. Well, Andrew probably. Well, I don't know that he's actually had any. <clears throat> I haven't had any because they didn't have any. Um, That's why he wants to take this pilgrimage to absolutely. hit up all three trophy locations. Um, let's see. So I'm looking for their Instagram. They used to post all of their um, their brews of the day. So like their, their uh, bar menu, their pizza menu. And they're still doing some. It looks like they're doing like their... Fun pizzas. Uh, sorry. I'm, oh, here we go. So this is from, uh, what day is this? December. Uh, their pizzas of the day were the Mary Festivus, which was a garlic EVOO mozzarella brie spinach red onion sweet potato. Sold. You can just uh, Sage pork sausage and cranberry sauce. Mm. Sounds that sounds very strange mixture, honestly. Yep. Like, do I like all the flavors independently? Maybe, uh, yeah. But <laughs> together, I don't know. We gotta find out. Yeah. And then village. their other pizza that day was so they never had a ton of food, and you never different ton ton of pizzas. They yeah, had like two to variety. six. It was just like a couple. Um, and then they have like you can like build your own, obviously, but they had their features of the day. Um, and then that day they also had the area grievances, mm. and that was a tomato sauce, mozzarella, Brussels sprouts, sliced potatoes. Caramelized onions and a Parmesan finish. Okay, we can go and we can split I, the two. Actually, I, yeah, that, I love Brussels sprouts. That sounds, that sounds really good. good. I don't know, the Festivus just sounds so much well, better. Well, we can get home. Yeah. And, and then that day they had Trophy Wife Resilience, which was brewed with um, Sierra Nevada. That was the Sierra Nevada. Oh, oh yeah, beer. Resilience. Yeah. The, here we have El Dorado, Florida Dorado. I'm not sure if that's an F. Uh, Checkers Champ. Participant, Milky Way, Limbo Champ, Hitchhiking Culture, and Peasants Fair. None of those were on my list. <laughs> we're in the weeds here. We're in the weeds. Let's yeah. get out of the weeds. Fine, All right, fine. Let's, talk, let's talk about their second location. Okay. <laughs> so okay. their second location is Trophy Brewing and Tap Room. It was established in 2015. It's on Maywood Avenue. Mainly their production facility, but they have a lot of food trucks and beer. Um, in this facility, they have a beautiful patio and a comfortable tap room. They typically have a number of options. They've got 12 tap draft lists. They have a rotating cast engineer engine or grab a growler or a six pack to go. They always have daily food trucks available and it's a dog friendly environment, which is pretty awesome. Very they, hot topic. Over yeah. Here. Very hot topic for Greensboro. Yes. <laughs> so recently, yeah, and Joy Mongers is not supposed to have dogs inside. I saw a ton of dogs, so they must have fought that. So it's weird. They're falling into a gray area. For those of you that don't know, here in Greensboro, we were having some trouble with our dogs in our breweries. Uh, one of our breweries... No, we weren't having trouble with dogs in breweries. Uh, yeah, you're Someone, right. somewhere. Is having one person. One person. Created this issue. We're going to call her Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Abigail. Abigail. Sorry, we have a creepy doll, which will be on our Instagram later. <laughs> We've been calling her Abigail. It was made by my Nana. Out of love. Yes. <laughs> She's still creepy. She joined us. <laughs> She's one of us. Maybe we'll one with her. Um, but no, so uh, yeah, in Greensboro, we had a recent issue where uh, one of our breweries, uh, technically, because they are washing glasses, they are not allowed to have dogs inside because they classify now as a restaurant. Um, 
but they're fighting that. There's actually a um, our one of our state representatives, who I'm sure none of us actually agree with on a regular, on a normal political basis, mm-hmm. has actually introduced something into the state legislature because to reclassify breweries as breweries, brew pubs as breweries, as opposed to restaurants, so that this There's will not, not currently the classification to put them in. Correct. Yeah. yeah, the currently classification in the city. Most cities turn a blind eye to it. Asheville absolutely turns a blind eye to it. Oh, yeah. And Greensboro generally will turn a blind eye to it until Karen Abigail <laughs> <laughs> complains about it. <laughs> Abigail <laughs> looks like she would complain she about would. it. She would. Absolutely. Give it out RBS. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hope my Nana doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, if your Nana's cool. listening to podcasts... I know, she's pretty wicked Nana, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Pretty cool. We need to have Nana on the podcast. Yes, if we can, with Abigail. <laughs> not, not when there's night air. She's having the allergies. Yeah, she's having the allergies. Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, we digress. We digress. So, uh, the Trophy Brewing Tap Room, uh, it took their Nana Brewery that was a, hundred, a 618 barrel a year operation to a 4,000 barrel a year Ooh, operation. Whoa. And, Huge increase. Oh, yeah. And then in 2017, they added more fermenters to give themselves a 1,000 more. So it's 5,000 barrels a year, which wow. is why we can get it in lovely cans now. I see. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, the biggest brewery we've highlighted in, like, the local area so far is uh, Foothills. And they do about 40,000 barrels a year, just to put mm-hmm. in context mm-hmm. um, the size difference. But it's mm. still impressive. Yeah. Most From impressive. what they start, I mean, to see yeah. them in 20... 20- Whatever, 13, yeah. tiny little pizza pub. Yeah. And as we discussed when we talked to Dan, what the difference between a, na- a nano and a microbrewery is, is really that five barrel difference. And if we've been to the more, their uh, pizza place, there was no way they had more than a three barrel system there. It's, really, it's so small. small. You walk in, like the Laura was saying, they have some inside dining. She's right. It's like some. It's like, like a few booths. It's like four seats. Yeah. You walk by that just to get to the bathroom. Yeah, it's smaller than our kitchen. Like, was there indoor dining space? The kitchen's not large. No here. wonder why you need to get there at, like, the butt crack of dawn. Yeah. You had to get there earlier, sit and Outdoor, wait. like, I'm sure when the weather's nice, there are outdoor seating. It's yeah. just packed. Because they took up, like, an entire sidewalk and just had a ton of outdoor seating. But even if you show up there, we you'd wait an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And oh, was, I think we still waited when we got there at mm-hmm. 1130. It was first come, first wow. serve, too, which is, like, cutthroat. It wasn't, like, yeah. go put your name that in. Was yeah, it was <laughs> You see a spot. You, you see a spot. You steal it. You go hover. Yeah. You, that scares me. You slide in. You're like, oh, I see that check coming over. I'm just going to nope. slide right next mm-hmm. to you. Put my name on the list. Help me out here, please. Text me when it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about their third location. In 2018, they opened the Trophy Brewing Tap and Table. This was formerly the Busy Bee Cafe in downtown Raleigh, which... Uh, all of this crew the was a part of the Busy Bee Cafe. Um, I thought you meant this crew. No, no, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, really? <laughs> no, same people. Same people. They just repurposed it from oh. the Busy Bee Cafe to the Trophy Brewing and Tap and hmm, Table. That's cool. It is a full-scale brew pub with a southern-inspired kitchen and a rooftop patio. So Ooh. basically, Busy Bee Cafe? Basically, but with, with beer. Well, Busy Bee Cafe always had beer. Oh. Now without coffee. <laughs> so <laughs> this is located in the heart of downtown Raleigh. The table, the tap and table is one part craft beer bar and one part southern inspired kitchen. I love it. They have a diverse menu coupled with that rooftop patio and an event space makes for the ultimate downtown dining experience. Mm. So where, which of the three are we going to when we go to Raleigh? I'm leaning towards the middle one. The middle, the tap room. Yes. Oh, I'm thinking tap and table. That's I'm thinking exciting. happy That's hour. At, yes. Yeah. Happy hour at the tap room. And then we'll have, like, late dinner. Yes. Maybe lunch at the pizza place. We can do an all-day affair. That sounds good. I'm down. 
I mean, yeah, I'm always down for more beer and trophy. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's talk about who's on their team. We've talked about their owners, uh, but they are kind enough to share with us who is their brewers and who, who helps them run these three excellent operations. No? All right. <laughs> no, one, no one wants to say this segment right. because we don't know how to pronounce their last name. That's fine. So Patrick Coulter is the head production brewer over at their uh, Maynard. Is it Maynard? Or is it not Maynard? What street is it on? Maywood. Maywood. Maywood, Maywood yeah. yeah. Patrick Coulter is the head production brewer at Maywood. He has a Mikey Burkadez and Austin Brown helping him uh, brew as well. Uh, and then at the, they also have Brody Bison working with them. He is their seller person and works on the packaging. At the uh, Morgan Street location, they have Alex Leonard. He's their head pub brewer. That is still a brewing location. Um, after they, and uh, they have Lance Zaker over there as well. He's the assistant pub brewer. Uh, this is, their Morgan Street location is still brewing because that's where they're moving all their sour production to. Um, as mm. we've, we've talked before, not today, but we've talked before is sour brewing. Once you start sour brewing, you need a separate facility. Um, yeah. Because once you get once it gets loose, a lot of the sour beers are open fermented and their spore the spores get everywhere and then it gets into your fermenters. And next thing you know, you are now an all sour brewery, even though you didn't start that way. And then their COO is Rebecca Kauf. Kauf? I don't know. And then Les Stewart is their CBO or their chief brand. He might even be their chief brewing officer. It's hard to tell. <laughs> it just said CBO on their website. Uh, we'll go ahead and do interpretation. Yeah. yeah. Chief brand. They need a brand, brand officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Trophy makes a crap ton of beer. Oh, goodness. So are we going to read this list? We're going to go through it. Or should we say our favorite? Or like we're, what we think is No, we're going to read it, but we're going to go quick. This is... um. So the... <sighs> The beers I was able to pull, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let you guys do this. Um, But the beers I found that they produce were the beers that were on their website as of this week, uh, which is early April. So these are the beers in their tap rooms right now. We know for a fact that they make many more beers than this because two of the four beers we're having later tonight don't appear on this list. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. So you guys, take it away. So let's start it off. Slim with the Tilted Brim Strawberry IPA. Bracketology, Pilsner, a composition and hops. Fugger beer? Fugue beer. Fugue beer. Nice. <laughs> it's a New England IPA and then collab with NC Bach Festival. Right. A Chexer Champ Pilsner, Cloud Surfer, which we're going to be tasting tonight. It's a modern IPA. Milky Way, Salted Caramel mm-hmm. Sweet Stout. That sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, another one we're tasting tonight. Trophy Wife. It's a session IPA. Loner. It's a Berlin White. Berlin Vice. 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 With Blood Orange, there's a Special Session, Session IPA, English Gentry, Imperial IPA, Slingshot, a Coffee Porter with Slingshot Cold Brew. That might be something we need to try next. Well, we got to get it. If we can, if well, when we go there. When we go there. When we go there. Cold Brew. Oh. Finish. Uh, photo Finish is an IPA made with Galaxy. What does that mean? Galaxy is a hop. Um, oh. So it's a it's a it's one of the new hotnesses right now. Um, a lot of the southern hemisphere hops are pretty much the new hotness, and Galaxy is the one. Um, if you want a good Galaxy IPA, honestly, actually, I think one of the beers we have tonight is made with Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, who is it? Terrapin has an all Galaxy IPA that's quite tasty. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Laura, finish off the list. Where are we? 90 degrees? 90 degrees underneath the palm trees, which is a pineapple hop shake double IPA. That sounds delicious. (laughs) Seventh Borough, a hoppy pilsner collab with Captain Lawrence. 
30 Fathoms with Cherries, Baltic Porter conditioned on sweet and sour cherries, hmm. Heavyweight Champ, uh, Bourbon Barrel Aged uh, Imperial Stout, Heavyweight Champ, a variant of Bourbon Barrel Aged Imperial Stout with coffee, Big White Elephant, an Imperial Stout aged in red wine barrels, Little Elephant, or Little White Elephant, Spiced Belgian Triple aged in red wine barrels with pear. Super mm, exciting. Tim. Cover the spread, New England IPA, Soba Saison, a North Carolina buckwheat Saison, On the Bubble, a Belgian Witch, Trophinator, I love that name, a Doppelbach, <laughs> a Walk in Our Park, a Session IPA, Different Kind of Buzz, a Tart Wheat, mm-hmm. and T3Y2, Stout with Ginger. Yeah, I, Interesting. I, I love the Trophinator. Trophinator's hilarious. Well, the Trophinator is because it's a play on the Troganator, which is a Doppelbach from Trogues. Oh, we did not know that. No, we were okay. thinking the Terminator. I just thought it was going <laughs> well. I loved it regardless. <laughs> oh, well, I think we talked enough about Trophy. Uh, I think it might be time to start drinking some Trophy. Definitely. Love it. All right. Have you ever wondered how you could join the Brew News crew? We'll swing over to patreon.com slash brewnewspod and you can join us. We have three different tiers for all of our patrons. At the logger level, you earn early access to all of our podcast episodes. At the IPA level, you get early access to our podcast episodes, but you get special weekly beer tastings that are done by various members of the crew. And you get special video presentations, including our Beer Miss Special. At the stout level, you get everything you get at the IPA level, but you also get to appear on one episode of the Brew News Pod, and when we have some swag, we'll send some your way. So feel free to swing over to patreon.com slash brewnewspod. That again is patreon.com slash brewnewspod, and join the crew. Okay, so we're ready to do some beer tasting. Woo-hoo. All right, so what do we have in front of us first, Kim? Oh, we've got the trophy wife. Wife. We have the trophy wife. It's a session IPA, 4.9% ABV, 21 IBUs. It's more than just a pretty package. It's light and approachable. This beauty shows off bright and clean finish. Right, and Ooh. the can is um, looks like a diamond ring. It does. Is that, oh, yeah. That's a round cut, if memory serves correct. Uh, yes, not princess correct. cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're correct, I sir. Know, I know these things. <laughs> not much. Now, this is the darkest of the beers we're trying tonight, and it's not dark. It's a, it's no. a session IPA. But looking at the other three, they're all regular IPAs. But they're all pretty close. Like, <clears throat> I mean, they're all... I mean, this is the Not darkest. far off on the spectrum. This is like when we did... Um, oh, who did Travis Nighty recently? Stone, where we had like five IPAs. Like, oh, yeah. The, mm. Oh, Lagunitas. That's it. Lagunitas, every beer looks the same. Oh, my goodness. This is really good. Like it does not have that hoppy taste to me. It's very easy. Now, Kim, you're not excited for this tasting because you don't usually like IPAs. Yeah, I'm not an IPA person. <clears throat> I'm more of a whipped beer person or Belgian. So I was kind of timid coming in here. Yeah. So I, I can't really comment much on IPAs except not don't love it. Yeah. This has got a very good fruit nose. It's very mm-hmm. tropical. It's not... Piney, it's it's a nice. This it, has session IPA, and that's that's a good example. That's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think if you're not an IPA person, oh, I could drink you a whole glass. Really love it. it. Yeah. <laughs> this is like maybe something you need to look into as like a nice post workout beer or post um, <laughs> post run, post run, post mo, something like that. Like like good summer. This good actually would be summer. a bad summer beer. Yeah. This is very good. This would mm-hmm. be the only... No, you and I have had the Cloud Surf for a lot. I was about to say, have y'all had have this we? one before? I think we've had the Trophy Wife, but this is their flagship beer, and we haven't... When we used to go to Trophy, they didn't. They may have had it on draft, but we always got something that was wild or crazy, but mm. it's not on draft mm-hmm. anymore. But I do know we've had this next beer, 
Well, you want to handle have this we? one? Sure. Yeah, we have. So, oh, okay. Don't remember it, but... When we went to uh, the Dispatch concert, concert, that's what oh, we had. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, the Cloud Surfer is a modern IPA. 6.1 ABV, 65 IBUs. And Trophy says, we know the idea of a New England IPA uh, style still debate, but they feel it's the best way to describe this extremely dry hopped, minimal bitter edition IPA brewed with significant protein contribution from wheat and oats. <clears throat> so that's what they meant by modern. I had to <laughs> dig that out. Is there, so, it's like pseudo, pseudo hazy. So hold it up. Uh-huh. You can see that's oh, yeah. a little hazy. And that's for some of the proteins coming in from the wheat and the oats. Uh, I think that's actually the one you just picked up, I think, is a New England IPA. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we got a lot of IPAs tonight. <laughs> I do remember that now yeah. from the concert. What? Am I an IPA Kim? fan now? Kim? Yes, are y'all you are. this? This Kim, one's very Kim good, is too. Kim is an IPA. So there was a period of time where all the IPAs that came out were just this too much. super bitter. Yeah. Um, 65 IBUs is what this beer is. The modern IPA, 6.1 ABV, 65 IBUs. That's not particularly bitter. And then the next two are only 48 IBUs, yeah. so they actually should be less bitter than this. Really? Mm-hmm. They should be actually a little more bitter than the Trophy Wife, but not as bitter as this beer. And this bitter beer is not bitter at all. Mm-hmm. I'm really <laughs> impressed. She's shocked. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm going to be speechless. So the, uh, what aromas are you guys getting? I'm getting some more like citrus than mm-hmm. on this one than I did the other one. The other one was more like... Uh, like more like guava. This is more orange. Yeah, yeah, I can get orange. Or is it tangerine? <sighs> Clementine. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Tangelo? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Tangelo. Be more specific with. <laughs> is that how we're getting that one? <laughs> yep, you're editing yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> editing that. Take a bite. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm telling you, you smell something different when you do the technique. I can't handle it. Dig it a lot. We got more pineapple smell. Mm. I need. Do they make covers? It's called a sheet of wax paper. Yeah, sheet of wax paper. <laughs> Press and seal. It's called sheet of wax. <laughs> it's a sheet. I can always get some pineapple too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I already finished mine, so I'll. You'll check never it out. know. I'll check it out later. <laughs> uh, speaking of checking it out, uh, let's move on to our third beer. We are moving through. We are mowing these beers. Oh yes. Yeah. So this next beer is the Check Your Head. Uh, this was not actually in our list of uh, beers that they produce because Trophy has gone. Trophy does so much new beer, so many varieties of different things all the time. It's almost impossible to peg them down. And this is one of them. This is Check Your Head. It's another IPA, uh, 6.9% alcohol, 48 IBUs. Uh, they say Check Your Head is another delicious New England style IPA inspired by the lyrics of the Beastie Boys. Dry hop with Galaxy, Centennial, and Idaho 7. This beer hits you in the face with bright tropical fruit notes up front, lots of mango and citrus, and a slightly resinous bitterness on the finish. Mm, interesting. And the can, I believe the Beastie Boys are on the can, or what it looks like to be the Beastie Boys. Is that who they are? Oh, yes. Those okay. are the Beastie Boys. <laughs> All right. Yes. Some dudes in hats. and. Yeah, so we didn't talk about the can art on the other on uh, Cloud Surfer. Cloud Surfer's just cute. Uh, looks like someone on a longboard surfing mm-hmm. in a cloud. But yeah, check your head. It's the Beastie Boys in different colors. excited to watch Kim. <laughs> I am so baffled. How she that one actually has a sweet taste to me. Like it's um, uh, it kind of mm. reminds me of a Belgian at the end. Like the. Hmm. I haven't gotten into it. I'm or just, a duple. So. It is. That is a 
Yeah, that's what it reminds me at the end. I haven't traded. Yeah, I'm still getting it in the nose, and I get a lot, ton more like. It's, uh, it's thicker, it right? Like, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. What'd you say? Pineapple. 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 Mm-hmm. Mango, definitely. Mm-hmm. Very meaty, very mm-hmm. meaty yeah. fruits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: I played volleyball last night in a league in Greensboro, and one of my competitors was his name was Mango. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you touch the mango? Oh, I blocked the mango. <laughs> <laughs> so so far, Kim, which one's been your favorite? Um, I th- oh, I'm tied between the first one and this one. Ooh. I really like this yeah. one. Ooh. Things you never expect. Like, no. <clears throat> and this is the tropical IPA thing that's now the new rate craze. It used to be just make it bitter, make it make it almost aggressively annoying. Uh, one of the beers we had, Travis and I had during the Stone episode, is the Arrogant Bastard. And they mm. purposely made it undrinkable. That was their goal, was to make this beer so bitter and so hoppy and so aggressive that people didn't want to drink it and make it like a dare, a challenge. Yeah. It's like, what's the So point? is that their top seller? I'm curious. Like, <laughs> It how used much... to be. It, oh, the, wow. the Arrogant Bastard, the Bastard series, because it was unique. It was different. It was so special um, because everyone at the time, this that beer came out in the late 90s. You're like, Coors is still on the East Coast. Like, oh, that's a fancy beer. Mm-hmm. So it's a very different time than we have now, which is like, oh, yeah, we need to have something more smooth, more subtle, something a little bit um, lighter, more delicate on the palate. But yeah, the Arrogant Bastard, that thing, <clears throat> it was funny because when we when we had each had it originally before, like when we first started drinking beers, we are like, yeah, this beer is aggressive. It's so harsh. Now we're like, uh, whatever. <laughs> I guess, does that bring us to our last beer, guys? Last mm-hmm. one. All right. Does. Who wants to handle this one? I'll take it. Woo-hoo. This beer is the Head Cleaner. It's a double IPA. It's 7.3 ABV. It's 48 IBUs. It's brewed in honor of the VHS and for a festival. What is that, VHS? A VHS? So um, I'm going to get my history hat on. A VHS is an old-timey DVD. Stop. <laughs> well, I knew that. I knew that. In honor? No, it can't be. It They're not referencing that. They are. No. Check out the can. Oh, it does have a VHS on it. Yeah. Interesting. So, <clears throat> a double IPA, this double IPA is inspired by the awesomeness of a VHS. This beer will debut at the VH Stipia <laughs> and then be ready to rewind your mind, stopped up in a video vortex bar at Alamo Draft House. Sorry. <laughs> this, oh, sorry, I'm reading ahead. And like, oh, and this brew is totally lunch meat approved, dudes. It's dang delicious and VH strong. Ooh. That's so strange. So that's the festival was brewed for was VH Estable? Yes. Oh, VH Estable? That? That's so strange. It has pretty, pretty mm-hmm. unique artwork on the can. Very, like, psychedelic and old school and VHS has like crazy teeth and a lunch meat tongue. tongue. Yeah. Lunch meat what tongue. Mean? Lunch meat. <clears throat> lunch meat. Ooh, ah. I don't know who lunch meat is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is an old, this is an interesting beer because yet again, it didn't show up in our list of beers that they brew. Uh, and so I don't know anything about these last two before we started because they're essentially special editions. Hmm. This one reminds me of the last one. It tastes similar. Mm-hmm. I think I like it a little more than the last one. Interesting. I, it's a little lighter. Mm-hmm. It does have that. It also, I get on the nose a little bit more of the stringency. I'm expecting from like a double or an imperial IPA. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think a little bit like shoe polish, but with fruits, like a fruit flavored uh, nail remover. 
what you would imagine a nail remover tastes like? No, it smells like. Oh, okay. Not tastes like. Good <laughs> lord, no. We're not drinking Hoptimum. That's, we're not over. crazy. <laughs> Kim's contemplating. I am. I'm trying to think which one I like best. I feel like I'm still leaning towards the first one. Yeah. Mm. So that, yeah, so this was Kim's first time with Trophy. Yes. And so I guess we'll just move on because this one is just like you said. It's a lot like the one before. It's like the Check Your Head. It's a, it's a lighter than the Cloud Surfer, but it's very similar to flavor profile. All three of these IPAs that we had were very, all four, including the Trophy Wife, were very tropical forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing overly hoppy, nothing overly bitter, nothing overly piney, which is a very interesting take that the four random beers we would buy at a bottle shop. I was about to say, nothing gave it away that it was going to be tropical on the cans or anything, yeah. except the cr- the Cloud Surfer. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that one would be tropical, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, but that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty it good. was good. So, Kim, favorite beer? Trophy? Uh, the Trophy Wife? Uh, tied between Trophy Wife and Check Your Head. Mm. Laura? I think a tie between Cloud Surfer mm-hmm. and Head Cleaner. Okay. okay. Yeah. The Modern and the Double. Well, you guys covered everything, so <laughs> I'm not going to pick one. They were all good. What's um, your favorite? I don't know. You have to pick one. Fine. Gun to my head, probably check your head. But this time of year, I'd probably go with the Trophy Wife just in general. Like, that's just a good drinking beer mm-hmm. you can have out and about. Yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> if you were stranded on a desert island, what beer would you want to have? Trophy Wife. Probably. Light. It's lighter. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Australian Can't get too drunk because I have things to do on the desert island, like mm-hmm. find food. Yeah, I was about to say I, build, I'm, build my shelter, yeah. <laughs> make a fire. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be busy. <laughs> I'm stuck on a desert island. I'm getting something with some calories in it, <laughs> like a, a nice stout True. or something. Yeah. Well, these out are of the these. four options. <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> desert island beer, go. <laughs> okay, so so Kim, this was your first experience with with Trophy. Yes. Would you visit them? Yes. Yes, I do take trips to Raleigh, and I'm surprised I've never been. Uh, I know it's a newer brewery, so next trip to Raleigh, I'll definitely be checking out one of their locations. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. La, you've been before? Yes. Which one did you go to? Uh, we The the one. The, the one. The one we, that was open. Yeah, when we went in, was it college? Uh, no, no, it was after, because they didn't start till 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we, we, we graduated. We moved back. back. Um, yeah. So would you go back, or would you oh, try absolutely. one of their other locations? Oh yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. So did this uh, tasting or anything change your opinions on trophy? Change my opinions? Yeah. No, I. My memory. I don't think we've been there, but like two to three times. Maybe? Yeah, two or three times. And thinking back, like you know, they always had fun things on tap. We went to the pizza place, and they always had crazy fun pizzas. Mm-hmm. So it's basically on par with what I would expect. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm glad they're canning and bottling. I'm glad they're expanding. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to see the Raleigh breweries like blowing up and <clears throat> growing more. I wish we had not gotten four IPAs essentially. <laughs> I'm excited about it because it definitely made me venture out more. Oh yeah, I'll definitely be getting an IPA or a trophy brewing IPA next time I'm out. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I wish I'd gotten something else just because I know they have such variety in their styles yeah. and going over the beer that they have and that they brew. I really do wish we'd, we'd gotten something else, but yet again, we got what was available at the time mm-hmm. that we bought it, and this is what we have. So yeah. Well, I would definitely hit Trophy up again, and I guess, happy North Carolina Beer Month again Yay. for everybody. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Is it really? Yeah, it's NC Beer Month. What? Oh, okay. We still need to go to 11-11. Yes, we do. But and they can happen be... this month now, though. And you can always 
get, check out our 11.11 episodes where Travis and I interviewed Dan a few weeks ago. So. Wonderful. Way to plug it. Plugs! <laughs> get them downloads up. <laughs> all right. Well, um, happy North Carolina Beer Month, everybody. Uh, and I guess from all of us, it's just been a great time. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. Clink. <laughs> <laughs> Crunch. Oh. Thank you for listening to this week's Brew News. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and give us a rating in whichever app you found us on. We value your feedback, and it also helps the show reach more listeners. If you have any thoughts or suggestions for future breweries or are with a brewery and would like to join us, feel free to tweet or follow us on Twitter at brew underscore news. We're on Instagram at brewnewspod, and you can visit our website, brewnewspod.com, where we will post links, photos, and tasting notes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast platform you use. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with more exciting brew news. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>